0: This episode of the A Team is brought to you by FaceToFaceGames.com, Canada's number one source for Magic: The Gathering card singles.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like a dodge against damage. Like you're countering their aggro strategy by. Like no, next level don't, metagaming them.
2: Don't, don't try to do this, JB. Don't try to do this.
1: I know, no, I just, I'm clarifying.
0: Welcome to the A Team Podcast brought to you by ManaDeprived.com and
3: 60Cards.com. Check us out. In 2010, a crack magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mides they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal palm in the ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted to by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to The A-Team. I don't know about you guys, or I'm just mind-tricking myself constantly.
4: <laughs>
1: Jay Boosh. They're of a different culture, KYT. They prefer their magic untainted by the internet. Scotty.
0: Then you just pull the fucking mind slaver and you just dome them with their own dude. That's entertainment. And Medina.
2: I'm on camera and I'm like, oh man, don't blink. Act like you meant to do this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no. The hey everyone, welcome to episode 81 of the A-Team Podcast. This is KYT with Scott, J and Jonathan Medina. How's it going, guys?
2: I got a last name and these other guys didn't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're still so new, people need to remember who you are.
2: Yeah, in case you haven't heard of me.
3: I always have to, like, pause a bit, because I know you want to be called Jonathan, so... <laughs>
2: Yeah, did you see my Mint of Magic uh, interview? Nope. It was great because they go um, interview with John Medina, J O N, and then in the in the text it was like John Medina, J O H N, and it's like, dude, they can't even like spell oh, the, the wrong name right.
4: <laughs> Calling out the beamy.
2: <laughs> Just uh, spell my name right, and so
1: <laughs> yeah, J-E-R-B-S.
2: Sorry, I'm a little cranky. I didn't get any uh didn't get any dinner tonight. And I um I ordered three sandwiches, but they only brought two. So
0: <laughs> that's rough. Hey, um by the way, I don't know if uh if the world <laughs> noticed, but uh Mike Flores gave uh, an awesome pump on his blog, fivewithflores.com, uh, to our uh, the interview that you that Heather did with me on legit MTG. It was a really big pump, and I just, uh, I think yeah. if you guys haven't checked that out, you should totally should, because it's pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, you should also check out fiveoffloors.com, because that guy's on my good side.
0: Yep, agree.
2: Yeah, yeah, that interview was great. I, I got a lot of positive feedback about that. I think a lot of people, uh, they got to know you a little bit better, and, you know, I think the, the MTG dads all started, like, uh, cheering you on, you know, because they, they got to see a little bit of the inside of uh, of you, you know?
0: That's sweet. I'm down. It was a pleasure to do. It was a lot of fun. It was really flattering to be asked. So Yeah, you were a, the first
2: one, man. I'm, so...
0: I'm pleased to be the guinea pig.
2: <laughs> yeah, we had to send you like questions like a hundred times yeah. after you filled them all out. You had to get interviewed again. First
0: was... time, John's like, not good enough. Go back for more.
2: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently,
0: he was like almost a Nazi. It was pretty funny. Yeah,
2: Sorry, Heather. You know, got to get it done right.
0: <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, so that should make Mike happy, because I think that he's pretty upset about the lack of Mike Flores references that are contained in our podcast.
2: Mike Flores, Mike Flores, Mike Flores. Okay, now that we got that out of the way.
0: Sweet! Move on on! <laughs> so what have we been playing? Um, there's been lots of shit going on, uh, tons and tons of spoilers that are happening, some really neat stuff. Um, there's been some sick content that's come out on the web lately that I want to talk about as well. But like before we get to any of that shit, I think we should make sure that we're talking about the most important thing that happened this week. And for those of you that don't believe this is the most important thing that happened this week, (laughs) fuck you. Um, Our very own (laughs) limited champion...
1: So just John, (laughs) fuck you then.
0: And and resident Delver expert flexed his unerring game skills and unreasonably amazing... (laughs) game acuity <laughs> and took his like fought tooth and nail up the ladder of this unreal free roll mox tournament that happened at phoenix games just this past weekend our very own jay boosh won himself a mox emerald
1: jay boosh I, I feel like Scotty's just trolling me here, but <laughs> no so, trolls. But I no want a triples. mox. So fucking who cares? Damn right. <laughs> yeah, damn
2: right. What did you do? What did you do with the mox? That's what I want to know first. Uh oh. Uh,
1: well, uh, I snap sold it. If the answer is I traded it
0: into legit MTG for 20% more trade <laughs> value, I'm dying.
2: <laughs> so how much did you snap sell it for? Uh,
4: 250. Who'd you sell it oh. to the store? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Why?
2: I'm just curious. I always what, like to know that kind of stuff. What
1: would you have offered?
2: Uh, what condition was it in?
1: Uh, it was not in near mint, obviously, because it's a mox. But, uh, it wasn't, like, beat up or anything. So I would say it was in, like, what What are the, what are the, how does the grading go? It's like near mint, slightly, mint, slightly played. played? Slightly played. Right? Near yeah, min, mint, mean, slightly played. With,
2: with moxes, I would do, like, near mint excellent um you know very good and good
1: so it's probably between very good and excellent then yeah like i don't i don't think i can call something excellent if it fucking <laughs> has marks on it
2: yeah i mean if it had marks on the back like a lot of moxes have like a lot of whitening whitening on the back yeah 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 then it'd probably be between very good and excellent yeah that's yeah. typical like mox condition is typically you have a little bit of uh edge whitening and then you have the back uh yeah. the back wear and then uh usually the front and ranges sometimes they're you know really nice on the front and so usually i'll grade a mox front and back so oh, okay. so if the front is nicer than the back then you get to uh you get to accent that
1: yeah like so the front's definitely nicer than back you're absolutely right like Um, I think because all moxes are pretty much the same age and, and, you know, we're have been around forever. Um, a lot of them are going to have, you know, a lot of like the similar whiting, maybe some card damage on the edge from shuffling and et cetera. So, I mean, it wasn't, it's not like it was a, you know, a foil black border, you Mm -hmm. know, mint underground sea. Like I I was fine to win it. Um, the only thing that I don't like is like, I don't, I just, to me, I don't play any of the formats that, uh, I don't play any of the formats that the mocks are legal in, and unfortunately, shout out to Mike, but unfortunately, he didn't make as much of a buzz, and he actually lost money on the tournament. Um, so he, he's not planning on having any more, and so like there's not really the option for me to continue supporting Phoenix Comics, and like potentially win a set of power, right? Like live the whoa, dream. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's not get. It of ourselves here. I mean, I am <laughs> obviously the best. Easy, easy, so, easy. I'm just, what I'm saying is there's, like, I'd have to, like, I just didn't want to start a getting down the road of being, like, oh, man, I have one mox, I better start working towards another mox, <laughs> and uh, get into that weird addiction, and then I also, like I said, he's not going to do any more mox tournaments, so I didn't really want to... I just figured, whatever, it's easier to just snap sell it to him, get the money I want for the cards I want, and then whatever, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not looking down on you for selling it like that, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm just curious, because uh, they're not commonly talked about and stuff, so pricing on moxes is just really obscure. Yeah, like, to be,
1: to be really honest with you, I had no idea. Yeah, like, most people don't. Yeah, like, I literally had no idea, and then um, somebody told me to ask him for 200 for it, and I, so then I was just like, fuck that, 250
2: and you then know, he was I mean, like,
1: "Yep, okay." And, and what do you like, put in uh, the case
2: at? Do you put in the case at like four hundred or something like that?
1: I'm not. I don't know. I didn't see three three
0: fifty was the uh, sticker price in the Twitter picture. Yeah. So then there you go. Yeah.
2: yeah. See, like that's all. It seems reasonable to me. Like, uh, you know, on eBay they sell between three hundred and four hundred. Yeah. You know? And, and I figured, so, like,
1: and I have to deal you... with shipping. I have to deal with. Like verified payment. I have to deal with all this. Just fucking garbage, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. So it's it's it seems decent. Two fifty in cash or store
1: credit? Uh, I took store credit. Ugh. Uh,
0: oh. I Ugh. That's what? terrible. You totally should have got three in store credit for it if it's store credit. Like not close. Yeah, not close.
1: Not trade? No. No, no, no. Doesn't matter.
0: No, no. Store credit, trade, same shit. Okay. Okay. Fucking three hundred. Yeah, yeah. It was just oh, so cash.
1: He was like so snappy. I mean, yeah. I don't think he scummed me or anything. Like it's my, it was my choice. I could have waited. Like do I just the right wanted thing. To get Phoenix rid comments. of it and whatever. I'm, I'm, happy with it. I mean, because like, if I was more definitely, patient, I have got more. I guess, but whatever.
2: You could have put it on Twitter for you know two fifty cash and sold it with with a snap of the finger.
1: yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. yeah.
2: So like, just keep that in mind. And everybody who has, like, a decent amount of Twitter followers, um, if you just put things out there for a good deal, like, uh, you know, people will buy it. Uh, I've seen people selling cards. if you
0: mention Medina in your tweet, even if you don't have a Twitter army, and ask him to retweet it, he will, and fucking you'll get 4,000 people looking at it. Sometimes,
2: sometimes I will. (laughs)
0: Sometimes (laughs) I'll just fucking buy it. But then (laughs) then it's not bad, right? (laughs) Sometimes
2: I do buy it. Um, I've been getting a lot of people asking me to retweet their stuff lately, and uh, it's not that I don't like you, but I'm not going to encourage that kind of behavior because I don't want my my feed to just be a bunch of people being like, "Hey, help me do this. Help me do that. Help me." Just a
1: bunch of advertising.
2: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to be an advertiser for you guys. I'm sorry.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Knock it it off. What if I give you twenty bucks?
1: (laughs) Yeah. What if I cut you a deal? We'll talk about (laughs) this. This is a really good interview about my mocks tournament. Yeah. Everybody's really excited about it. We, we
3: just it. don't want to go into Delver for like. Yeah, what are you going to say?
2: Uh, I played Delver. I, bought I a many, okay. uh, <laughs> I'm going
1: to do this in 10 years when you are finally good enough to win something.
2: Oh!
1: And I'm going to be like, shit. oh yeah, what'd you play? Fucking who cares? I'm going to make a quesadilla. Jay,
0: <laughs> Jay how, how many rounds was, uh, was the tournament? Eight. Plus top eight? Really? Uh, no, wow. it was
1: six. Six. Plus top eight, so I guess nine, I guess yes, yeah, nine
0: okay, so it was six rounds of standard, and then draft top eight
1: uh no it was so it, it like so it was it was gonna be three three, three, okay, and then they decided that they would rather do draft first, uh because if people go like o three in the first round of standard or something or like go one two and tilt, then they didn't want people to drop, and then the draft pods are all fucked up. So they switch to draft first. There's three rounds of draft first, and then they switch to uh, three rounds of standard, and then cut to three rounds of top eight. Which was draft again? No, it was standard again.
0: Oh, okay. So standard top eight, three rounds of draft to uh, make sure that your pods are full, and then yeah. three rounds of standard. Okay, got it. Yeah. So what'd you draft? In your first round. In your oh, first my job.
1: God. Is it offensive to say that I drafted an abortion?
0: No, no, I don't think so. Okay. But I think that's... what you're trying to say is an aberration. But that's fine.
1: <laughs> no, I mean a literal, like, what? baby fetus. Okay. Um, <laughs> That might be offensive to some users, but
0: that's fine. Carry on.
1: Um. So, like, I basically, I started drafting, like, nice and open. I took a couple of removal spells for my first, I think, what, anyway. What was my your first pack one pick, spell pick one? Uh, uh, spells. I don't remember what my pick one was. I think that it was it's a like rack the one
0: you remember, right? Like, don't you remember your first pick out of each pack?
1: No, I don't always, because sometimes I, they're irrelevant, right? Like, I think uh-huh. I took a rack with Madness. Okay. Um, And then I followed it up with uh, that, that flashback red-white burn spell that does for attackers. Rally the peasants? No, no, no. The oil one. Burning oil? Burning,
3: <laughs> yeah, I think. Sure. It's or something What's like that,
1: that card called? Isn't it called Burning Oil? And it's like deal three damage to an attacker, and then you can flash it, attacker or blocker, and you can flash it back. It is Burning Oil. Yeah, Burning Oil. And then and then um I I saw some werewolves, and um I saw the guy next to me not pick them, and I and there was like lots of really good green coming, so I switched into green. And then uh, as it has been noted extensively on the internet uh the the color distribution in um in and in uh dark ascension is atrocious so then what started happening is we saw like entire packs that had like seven white cards in them and no black cards in them or no blue cards in them or no wow. green cards in them so that was fucking gay so that like i just literally drafted like i don't i don't even remember the draft because it was the worst. It was literally the worst. And the only reason that I, like, made it out of the draft alive. And this is similar to the CMT, where I went, like, O one one and then had to win out. I basically started the draft, like, 1-0 so luckily. Uh, but I, the only reason I did is because I beat the guy that, from his first pick of Ghoul Tree... Forced the spider spawning deck for like the entire draft because he was he was under the impression that the tournament was starting at 10 a.m. not 1 p.m. So he made plans at like five with his <laughs> girlfriend and he was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna draft and then I'm gonna leave." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> sweet." So yeah, so he just forced spider spawning deck from from Ghoul Tree pick and played five color spider spawning and like hit his colors every time, of course, right? And uh, ah, and then and then what happened? Oh, and Dagger. then I played against Sean Hetherington in the final. I lost my second round like in like six seconds. The guy just like actually played real magic cards and killed me. And I played you know nothing. And then I played Sean Hetherington, which you guys remember from our spoiler casts in the third round of the draft. And uh, he you know was super tilty. So he I beat him and got lucky and went 2-1 out of the draft, which was lucky. And then yeah, and then we, I mean I and then we played played some standard, some delver, it was pretty sweet.
0: And your record for standard was? Uh
1: I went 3-0 in standard. Nice. Yeah. Um I I played really well. I played really tight and uh <laughs> I I basically like I mean, you guys are right. This is kind of boring. That's be- <laughs> why
0: I'm just yeah. That's why I asked you what your record was, and then we're going to move on to top eight, the matches sure, that actually matter. Yeah. Sure, sure. So in the quarterfinals, what were you paired up against?
1: Uh, quarterfinals. I played against Cody Crosman. Oh.
0: Okay. What was what was cross play?
1: Cody Crosman was playing Esper. Esper Control, I think yeah. he called it, which was yes. not Esper Spirits, as I was learned by you guys the yeah. Thursday before. Um, and he, he missed, like, some of his key cards. Like, and, and I made sure to basically follow what, you know, you guys told me. Uh, Cody was really good, actually, too. Uh, Cody and Brian both were really good um, before the tournament started of basically, like, sitting me down and going through matchups and how to sideboard against certain matchups and how to play just because I was really nervous and I literally just forgot how to play Magic, like, before the oh. tournament started. So, so, were- shout, out, so like, shout out
0: to those guys, and then you course, beat
1: yeah. Cody. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Um, Brian, also shout out to Brian, because I felt bad that he went 1-3 drop. <laughs> <laughs> but
3: he's hilarious when he
1: loses. He is. Oh, yeah, he is. He, is. <laughs> he was hilarious the whole time. But, yeah, he went 1-3 drop, and, uh, you know, <laughs> kind of sucked. But he was fine with it. He didn't get mad or nothing. Um,
0: so after you beat Cody, so did the games with Cody go to three, or did you push him
1: in in two? Uh, I believe that it went to three because in game two, uh, he got, like, he got some good, good, like, blowouts on my Delvers, and then he basically, I basically just saw nothing. Uh, like, I was, and I was trying to do what John was saying where I was, like, crafting my hand with ponders and being, like, really proactive with shuffling, but it was difficult because I'd see, like, I'd ponder into, like, ponder, ponder, probe, and be like, uh like, you can't really keep that because that doesn't fucking do anything. But what if I just shuffle into land? Like, that's garbage. And I never saw, like, a white source the entire game. And then, um. So, like, that was, like, a really quick beating. And then, game three, uh, Cody basically just got, like, kind of mana fucked. He played a, a pretty good game, but, like, I just god drew him and, uh, didn't really do anything. I mean, Delver is such a good deck. I don't know why people just insist on not playing it constantly. That's the same reason that nobody
0: wanted to play Jund, right? Like you just, sometimes you just don't want to be the bad guy and you just don't want to give into the mainstreamness of it, you know? So anyways, um, so that's great. So semifinals, you were up against two and what?
1: Oh, semifinals. I got super, it was super lucky. I was up against, uh, our sweet friend, Simon Lee. And- oh man.
0: Oh, and I was like... Is this, like, the tilty ancient Asian guy?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So so we're sitting there, we're playing, and, like, he's playing, like, blue-white humans, right? And his in game one, he keeps a hand of, like, it's like a one-lander... Um, what is it? It's, it's a one-lander double champion. And then if he draws, I think, a land, he can play an Honor of the Pier, uh or a Gather of the Townsfolk, possibly... Um, but, like, everything else in his hand is, like, a four or five drop, but he's, he doesn't know really what I'm playing, and he's also banking on the fact that I'm a bad player, and he's just gonna crush me, right? And I keep a hand that's, like, that's, like, I don't know, like, two Delvers, one land, two Ponders, and, like, a Mana Leak. And I, of course, blind flip my Delver on the first flip, and then I just, like, (laughs) perfectly curve out and get two swords, and just, like, absolutely just rape him. Um, and then... He gets me with a pretty aggressive start, and he's playing three fucking Angelic Destinies main. Oh, God. Oh, my God. And, like, so I'm not expecting that, and he just absolutely devastates me, like, just crushes me. He goes geist with an Angelic Destiny, and he has, uh, like, a bunch of flyers from his... Um, he has a bunch of flyers from, like, uh, Lingering Souls. Um, so, like, he just... He, he gets me in game two. And then in game three... Uh, like, I keep, I keep a pretty loose hand with, like, not a whole lot of action, um, and it ends up being a really grindy game because, uh, in my opinion, like, so did Simon. He might have kept, like, good hands based on his deck. I don't know how, like, that deck really, like, what its keeps can be, but I think that he kept loose hands all three games. And, uh, but then, like, basically, it comes down to him having, like, I don't know, seven power in the air with Angelic Destinies. And uh, a geist, and I have like I think a delver with a sword on it, and um, I can hit him for exact Seas minus one, and I need a vapor snag. If I can't find a vapor snag, I lose. So I ponder, and I see ponder, ponder mana leak. So I keep like ponder, and then I probe to get the one ponder off the top, and then I ponder again and see ponder, ponder, uh, or ponder or sorry, mana leak. Ponder and vapor snag, and then and he's tapped out. And what do I do? This is on my turn, right? What do I do? Is not vapor snag his fucking angelic destiny guy. I just attack and pass the turn, and uh, and then he can't kill me because of the life gain on um, sort of one piece. And I got super lucky because I knew I also probed him and saw that he had a fucking mana leak in his hand. So when he was tapped out and I was supposed to vapor snag him, I didn't. And just blew that, but I mean that's because I was super nervous, and Cody Crosman was like watching my game like a hawk, so you know that was fun <laughs> <laughs> like just sucking so, in front of Cody constantly that's my m o playing match.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, man uh-huh so, so so you bash so you bash in, you win regard- despite the fact that mother hen is like sitting on your shoulders yeah
1: like i think he, I think Simon scooped early, and S- Simon's actually notorious, he's one of those guys like where he just he'll scoop like. Obviously, properly, like, he scoops when he, like, knows he's lost. Yeah. Uh, I just think that there he probably scooped just a little early. Um, he didn't know what I found, and he had the mana leak in hand, so he probably could have.
0: <laughs> so he scooped after the attack when you left him at one, and he drew and didn't he get t- anything?
1: He untapped and drew, and then he had five outs in his deck. Yeah. He says, and he untapped and drew, and then he just was like, yeah, you got it, you got me. I can't All I right. can't kill you on the swing back, and you have a sword of war and peace. So. Yeah, okay. Also, All right, so then you move on to the finals. Yeah, sorry, I also forget to forgot to mention in the Cody Crosman matchup, in the in the game two when he like absolutely crushed me, uh, he had he cast I think it was four lingering souls, and <laughs> it might have only been three, but, but yeah, he, he, he fucking a lot. He just like raped me with. <laughs> I had never seen that before. It was pretty crazy. So yeah, and then in the finals. Uh, you guys are gonna love this. Uh, I basically, it's like 9pm, and I basically say to Mike, uh, do you want to go home early? And he says, yep. Uh I scoop. I just crushed him. He just,
4: he knew that I, he can't
1: beat Delver, so he just was like, whatever, that's fine. I scoop.
4: Okay, what was
0: he
1: playing? Uh, he was playing his janky, I don't know, like... Mike always likes to play really kind of off the wall, really powerful decks. Like basically take all the most powerful cards in standard, put them in a deck, and then like they theoretically should work. And the day before the tournament, he was playing uh the gatekeeper for the last uh last man or last chance qualifiers. So if mm-hmm. you could come to the store and beat Mike, then you could you could get in on the Mox tournament. And he basically went like O four on the wow. day that deck. And uh so yeah, so he was playing like the cards that I saw were, like, Snapcaster and Day of Judgment and Moreland Haan. And it was really late, and he was making, like, not a lot of play mistakes, but I saw a couple in his semifinal match. And he was tired and just wanted to go home. So he just, and he didn't want the box? No, uh, he didn't care. What did he get for being second? Uh, second <laughs> prize, I think, was a box. Uh, like, I mean, you didn't have to take a foreign box if you didn't want to.
0: Some- so so funny there if the answer is oh about 275 uh,
1: yeah, bucks <laughs> it, it was a in a box it was a foreign not a, I mean, <laughs> mocks in a box but it was it was basically it was a japanese or a russian or a korean or chinese box of whatever set you wanted and then you could take english if you really wanted if you really you know don't like foreign cards i guess but, yeah, I mean, the prizes were supposed to be very, very, very different. But um, what ended up happening is that, like, like the TO misjudged the interest uh, because, that you have, like, because you have to qualify for them. So just so that everybody like, who doesn't know at home, basically the way that this tournament worked is that five days a week, Phoenix has tournaments anyway. So they have like modern and then legacy and then vintage and then standard and EDH, and then they have FNM and et cetera. And basically what Mike thought was a good idea to generate some buzz about those weekly tournaments, plus give you something bigger to go towards is what's called a satellite tournament. And for those of you not familiar with uh, like poker and stuff, a satellite tournament is basically a smaller tournament that's cheaper. And then you, if you win it, you basically win your entry into a bigger tournament with a bigger prize. So you play in these small satellite tournaments for 10 bucks. If you go, they're three rounds. They're capped at three rounds. If you go 3-0, you get into the satellite tournament. If you go 2-1, you get your money back. And if you go worse than that, then you just don't get anything. Um, so basically, the problem with that is that w- once I win a satellite qualifier, I don't have to go back and play ever again because there's no incentive, right?
0: Right. It's similar, similar to how SCG does their invitationals now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so basically, like, if you... What is it, like, top eight, one of the tournaments or whatever, then you are invited to the Invitational in that quarter or whatever, and you don't have to go back at all. If you're not interested in the Players Club points, then you just have to go,
1: and that's it. So, I mean, there wasn't as many people as he thought were going to come out and qualify for this thing. So the prizes at the last minute ended up having to be kind of changed. He never specifically stated, like, $10,000 $10,000 in prizes. And then, you know, reneged on that. He was just planning on being a lot more generous. And then it turned out that like to be able to afford to, you know, pay his rent, he couldn't <laughs> basically give away the farm. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it was a fun experience uh, after all of the shitheads that were just really mopey and like lazy and, you know, like, I don't know, being negative, like, like. It was the first half of the tournament was the least fun I've ever had at a tournament. It was worse than going to like a GP alone. Um, a hug. Yeah, like I don't know. Have you guys ever played at a tournament where like no one has fun and everyone's just angry? Yeah, it's called a PTQ. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. And I don't PTQ a whole lot, so that's probably why I don't. <laughs> why is everyone so mad? Are <laughs> <laughs> you mad, bro? Like, nobody was having fun. Nobody was telling funny stories. Nobody was joking. Nobody was, like, nobody was saying good game. There was literally no good game handshakes at all. I
2: said good game, sir. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, uh, like somebody, like, nobody said good game to me. So then I was like, I said good game, sir. And then they were like, what? (laughs) And then, like, and, like, people were just being rude and just nasty and just mopey. And, like, oh, the world's against me. Like of course you fucking blind flip your Delver. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course you just fucking... Ble- like, they were just surly, salty, sour motherfuckers. So, I... Did they I board actually- in their Doomblades? Like- what? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did they board in their Doomblades after you blind flip that Delver, bro? <laughs> so,
1: so, like, it was pretty depressing, and so, I like, as I'm winning my rounds and everything, I'm actually just, like, live tweeting that I'm not having a good time whatsoever. And I'm texting Megan saying, like, man, like, this is actually just awful. Um, Should I just come home? And everyone's like, if you're not having fun, just go home. Like, Why are you there? And I'm like, well, it's a mox. Like, hello. And uh, I mean, typical fashion of J-Bush. Like, I ended up, you know, winning the thing after wanting to just go home. Uh, But, like, after after the basically the standard tournament ended, Everybody kind of that was, like, being an asshole and was, like, mopey left. They were all, like, they all, like, poisoned the well and were like, you have no chance of making top eight, even though they did, and you should just leave now and, you know, like, all this filth. And so basically all those people left, and then all the fun people were just hanging around playing Magic with each other like it was M or a GP or something where you're just kind of hanging out with your bros playing Magic. It was actually fun. Nice. Yeah. And, like, Simon Lee, fucking, we're playing Simon Lee, and he's, like, laughing and joking and talking to me, and I'm like, wow, this is insane. Simon Lee is, like, my Mike Flores. They're, like, the same person. (laughs) Like, so, so we're playing, and I'm like, turn one probe you, Simon. And then he goes to, like, show his hand, and I'm like, did you want to, I always offer, I'm always like, do you want to play with it face up, or do you want me to write it down? Because... Uh, not only because I'm like angling you because if you play with your hand open you'll just make infinite mistakes all the time I mean Simon probably wouldn't but a lot of players do um, also because it's just easier for me to just see what you're playing than to write down and then forget like instantly that I wrote it down right um, <laughs> like yeah I'll play with my hand face up and I'm like what really are you trolling and he's like no I like you only because I like you play with my hand face up normally I'm
4: <laughs> Ow! i oh, so robot
2: large right
1: now. <laughs> so, but yeah, so shout out to all those guys. They made the tournament really fun. And, uh, winning was definitely a bonus. That was fun.
2: I thought you were going to say winning was definitely a boner. <laughs>
1: boner. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I didn't want to be there. So, you know, it was kind of a boner to stay and win. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wow, what a bamf, dude. Just taking the tournament down, not even wanting to be there.
1: Yeah. Whew. Oh, no, whatever. Just whatever.
2: Just like, <laughs> eh, I don't really want to be here. I guess I'll win. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just uh, I'll just ship the mocks back for store credit, because I'm just going to win another one next time anyways.
1: I'm going to win another one. I'm going to win a Lotus next time. <laughs> Whoa, sick. Good for you, dude. Next time I'm in a, like a big tournament, maybe even Scotty, you could help me out with this. Next time I'm in a big tournament, just remind me to make notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Because, like, I literally don't remember shit when I'm playing Magic because I'm just focusing. Like, like I read your article uh, on uh, Legit MTG, and mm-hmm. I'm, like, the exact same as you. You're, like, like just like Medina said, like, just don't blink. Act like you meant to do all the shit. <laughs> <laughs> play magic you just play magic that is what you you just and and so i'm so focused on doing that that i really just like i just like i said i don't even remember when my first three picks were in draft and like dan who was sitting next to me and is kind of you know he's a nice guy but like he's just has no like what's it called filter and he basically just tells you when you fuck up and he's like why did you do that you fucked up you're an idiot um He comes up to me, he's like, what was your first pick? And I'm like, I don't know, I don't remember. I'm not going to tell you, Dan, we're in a draft. And then he's like, oh, I just wondered because you sent me all these wrong signals. And then I'm like, and then I was thinking about it and I was like, oh yeah, I probably did because I don't even remember what my first pick was. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. But I mean, all in all, I really appreciated what Mike did and I had a good time anyway.
4: And, you know, it's good.
2: It's really
4: awesome. Yeah.
2: Sick. Congratulations, man. Are you better than
3: Matt Mercier Matt now? Fuck, you know it. Matt Mercier. That guy has actually won no moxes. That guy is awful. <laughs> He's still better than Cody Crosby. Oh.
2: <laughs> I was wondering, uh, since you won a mox and all, if you want to write a competitive uh, column on legitmtg.com. <laughs>
4: 500 article.
2: I mean, you're you're moving up. You're moving up in the world, so, uh, you know, I want to get in on the ground floor, you know? Before he gets
1: on premium. <laughs> <laughs> I, for you, before everybody comes knocking on my door, I could give you, like a, like, a low rate, like a friend rate. Friend- <laughs> yeah,
4: nice.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about real magic. That
3: was fucking boring, even to talk oh. about. I don't know, man. When we think something's boring, our listeners just, like, chew it up and, like, love it, man. Yeah,
2: Yeah, they're just, like, they're spitting their coffee out all over their desk right now.
1: (laughs) Medina today retweeted that somebody is, like, all about the more Medina movement. And in the same comment, that guy said that I was the fucking all-star of the show. (laughs) And Medina I don't really
2: really care, dude. All I care about is the more Medina movement. That, that was up. awesome.
4: Cut that out.
1: Cut that out. <laughs> comment. More Medina. Yeah, that's it. That's all he said. He just said more Medina. Yeah, that's all. That's I it. That's got up. I
2: got 140 characters, dude. What do you want me to do? You know, <laughs> I, can, I only go, I only put the relevant stuff. You know, <laughs>
1: you know, two tweets, maybe 280 <laughs> characters there. You
2: know, <laughs> oh, that's man. fine.
1: I know you're salsa Medina.
2: Woo! Yeah. I just had a I just had a quesadilla right now. Yeah, it was delicious. So, uh, now I can cast without, like, losing it. So, yeah. <laughs> So who's no. next? Who gets to talk? I, I have a story as well, so... Oh, man. I, I didn't win a Mox, but I have a story.
0: Well, I... It, it's probably better than mine. So... I had a GPT this weekend. Um, the guys uh, convinced me at the last minute. I I woke up in the morning. I'm like, God, I don't know. I've been watching Conley videos all week, and I had Conley's ramp deck ready to go. And I'm just like, God, just feels so inconsistent. But like the power levels, obscene. Like it does some stupid shit. You know, like ramping into like the two four six Grave Titan on four Elish and kill you is awesome. That's pretty good. Yeah, it happened like twice. <laughs> So, uh, anyways, so I wake up in the morning, I'm like, ah, I feel really bad about it. So I decide to, like, tweak up the sideboard for, uh, you know, Shaheen's Esper list, and I'm feeling really good about the sideboard, like, it's ideal and perfect and whatnot. And uh, so then I decide, well, maybe I'll just ask all of you guys while I'm (laughs) on the way down, since I have both decks, what should I play? And, of course, all three of you are like, ramp, totally play ramp, oh, fuck, ramp, rah! Yeah. So, fuck you
4: sort
3: of made top eight.
0: So, anyways, so I came in ninth. <laughs> I said Esper. Um, Needed. No you you yes, came around a ramp. No, you came around a ramp. I have the messages. Don't lie. Um. Anyways, so I'm like, <laughs> so you should, So you're saying I should play ramp. You're like, yeah. Out of those two choices, I'd play ramp. Okay. So basically, um, I ended up uh, the top of my bracket, except that somebody who somebody who was supposed to lose their win and in didn't. Oh. And as a result, Heartbreak. I was ninth. It was pretty rough, right? So I was ninth. Um, which didn't really get me anything except for a pain in the ass and lots of time to play EDH. Um But it was fun. Like I said, the deck was just terribly inconsistent. Um I miss playing blue cards.
2: Told you not and to play ramp, bro. Told you to play Esper.
0: In all fairness, like the Esper list would have crushed. Like, there were so many Asper Spirit, like, Asper Tokens lists that Uh were there, and Black, like, Black White Tokens was there, and, like, Red Green Aggro, and, like, I crush all these decks. Like, the fuck was I doing?
2: (laughs) You were stuck on the ramp thing, man. You just, you wanted to cast Graves Titan into Elish Norn.
0: Really? I just wanted to cast Rampant Girl. I no, people. I wanted to cast... No, you're right. I wanted to cast fucking like Primeval Titan to fish up Gaviny Township. Yeah, I wanted it all. And you know what? It happened a couple times, and there are a couple games where I just blew my opponents out, and it was not even close. And it felt really strong. Um, but, you know, it was fine. Had its time in the sun, and now I can move on and play some real decks with blue cards. Nice. I forgot,
1: too, like, I guess I didn't even... This didn't even cross my mind until just now. But uh, when you asked us what you should play, uh, I totally told you what I should play. Oh, thanks! <laughs> like, okay. like, uh, I forgot that you like to play certain decks, yeah. and that like, given the given the opportunity between whatever filth you were trying to push on me and ramp, I'm obviously taking ramp. Like, I play the shit out of that deck, but you don't like that deck, so like, I maybe. <laughs> Caused you to get mine? I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's okay. I actually, I,
1: I blame you all equally for not
0: just like bitch slapping me and saying play your fucking. Wait, how, how many okay. people were there? Um, honestly, I don't even remember.
2: <laughs> I can't believe I said Esper. I'm getting blamed still. This is uh, crazy. Oh, God, do I have to go through this oh. list? Dude, anyways, just look so, at the chat. Look at the chat. I said Esper all the way.
0: Yeah, you said Esper to start, but anyways, so it was fine. All in all, it was a good time. I had fun. Deck was fun. Uh, it's definitely fine for like M, but don't take it to a serious tournament because it's not going to win you anything. Uh, Massacre Worms were insane. Obviously. Insane.
4: <laughs> all day. Anyways. Alright, yeah, that was it. That was my whole tournament report. I don't care. John!
2: <laughs> alright. Um, Now you got me looking at the things.
0: That's okay, don't worry about it.
2: No, no, because I'm going to prove you wrong, man.
0: No, God, stop luring me and fucking tell your story.
2: Alright, alright. I said Esper. Anyway. sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I concede that at one point in the discussion, you told me to play Esper.
2: Okay. Anyways, <laughs> so, uh, FDM Hero. All right, I'm gonna spoil it for some people a little bit. I You're finally know this, yeah.
1: this. It's not spoiling it. It's called premium. Pre, it's preview. Yeah, premium
2: exclusive preview here. I finally <laughs> yeah. cashed in a tournament. Okay. Yay! Yay! Ten dollars, eleventh place. Still. Right. So so I was pretty pumped about that. I went four and two, um, finally got some cash. Uh but the story is not cashing. Okay. I'll write about that. The story is what happened after. So I cashed. The next morning I see on Facebook my friend Mike Belfado. He says, Hey, are you guys going down to this tournament? It's in like Amelia and it's at one PM and it's pretty soft, right? So I'm thinking, hey man, I just cashed, right? Why don't I just go down to this tournament and cash again? You know, because I'm awesome. So uh, I go to the soft tournament in Amelia, and Mike Buffato is actually—you've uh, played him before, I think, Scott. Probably. Yeah, he was—he was the one in Cincinnati who they said was on the has played on the pro- Oh,
0: sure. Yeah, he's yeah, the guy yeah. that beat me around five with tempered steel. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: So Mike Buffato is played on the pro tour. He's a good player. Uh, you know, pretty decent. You know, uh, med- he's a
0: nice enough guy to play play against, sure. Yeah.
2: yeah. So I get there. It looks like, uh, just a bunch of people that I can beat and Mike Belfato. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just and like, oh, great. Boss. This is pretty soft, man. I'm pretty, I start like looking in the case. I'm like, oh, man, what can I get? You know, probably this Grave Titan or something. So, uh, bust out the Afternoon Hero deck and, uh, round one pairings Medina versus Mike Belfato. <laughs> I'm just like, gotta be kidding me. I had just to get to this soft tournament, and now I have to play against Mike Valfato, right? So, freaking play against Mike Valfato. He crushes me. Uh, he's playing just this weird deck. Like, it typically, like, against Red Green and uh, Red Green Aggro, I have a pretty good matchup. Because p- pretty much my um, skin renders just beat that deck. Like, just beat it up and down. So, the funny thing is, he wasn't really, he was running like a red-green aggro, but he's running Dungrove Elders instead of Huntmasters, and it's just this weird deck, alright? So, uh, game one, he rolls me over. Game two, I'm kicking his ass with a Birthing Pod. Alright, so I get an early Birthing Pod, freaking get a slime on his land, he's got like no hope in the world, right? Well, that's what I thought. He freaking plays a metamorph. Copy my birthing pod. And then he just birthing pods up to a primeval titan, which is obviously in his deck for, I don't know, whatever reason. So, anyways, he crushes me. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go home because uh, I can't cash, right? So, Mike says, oh, don't worry, man. You can still cash if you win out. So, I'm like, all right, I'll win out then. So, freaking win out, go 3 1 in this tournament. And I'm just waiting. Uh, end of the tournament they pass out the prizes and I'm just like uh, did I get anything and he's like oh no you just missed the uh, you just missed cut off you're, you're fifth place and we only paid to top four so like drive over there an hour waste five hours of my life five dollars of my F&M hero budget <laughs> and freaking just get basic <laughs> shit on and I was just I just like I was looking it's like it's a game swap the store and it's, like, uh, they have, like, DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff. So I was, like, looking at the Blu-rays. I was thinking, you know what? Yeah, like, um, I'll pick up a Blu-ray and then do my shopping with my store credit and then, like, go home and watch the Blu-ray with my wife, you know? And so, like, when he told me, like, no, you just missed the cutoff, I just, like, turbo-tilted and just, like, stormed out of the store. <laughs> forgetting the Blu-ray, forgetting everything. I'm just like, damn I just hit my car. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like... Oh, man, I must have, like, punched my dashboard, and I was just, like, oh, it was just, I was just so aggravating, because I go 3-1, I had a headache, I had to, like, battle through all this freaking gameplay, and and these kids were getting, like, these guys were getting, like, some sick draws against me, but I was just battling back, man, just getting there, and, uh, and get nothing, and I'm just Is
1: it, do they normally not pay out? to that or is it just like was there not enough people or
2: there's like 15 people i guess i don't know i i really don't know and i'm i'll tell you what i'm never gonna find out because i'm never going back there again when i can go 3-1 in a freaking tournament and not even get my entry feedback it's just
1: that's terrible yeah that's pretty bad that sounds like missed games yeah it's the worst it's like like, oh you you top eight at a nationals qualifier here's two booster packs if, <laughs> if
2: you can go X1 in the tournament and not get cash, then there's a problem with the tournament. They need to, like, make a minimum,
1: be- minimum store credit for your entry. Not even just real yeah. anything. Just store credit for your entry.
2: Yeah, it just uh, it put me on turbo tilt. I was like, it's funny because I was, like, still thinking I was in a cash in the last round. So I was 2-1, and I had to play against this guy. And, of course, I get pared down, right? So he's, he's uh you know, 1-2. and two. And I'm like, okay, why did I get the pair down? I don't know. Like, whatever. So I play this kid. First First turn, he's like uh, a bird friggin' Mirroring Crusader. And then just runs me over because I can't beat Mirroring Crusader pretty much. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, So I'm down a game against this guy who's like 1-2 because he just luck sacks the turn 2 Mirroring Crusader. And I'm just like, I, am I really going to lose to this guy? This is ridiculous. And uh, next next turn, uh, next game, I had to mull the five, right? So I mull the five, and he just keeps a shitter hand, and my hand is like birds of paradise, birthing pod, two lands, and a go for the throat. So I'm just like, yep, keep it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. So I got there against him. Game... Game three, I look at my hand and it is a turn three Curse of Death hold. So it's basically Birds Rampant Growth because I'm running Rampant Growth in my uh, Pod deck now, which have been just insane. Uh, but we can talk about that in, on another cast. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm just like, yep, turn uh, turn one Birds, turn two Rampant Growth, uh, Birds, and then untap on turn three Curse of Death hold you, <laughs> and then he pretty much couldn't do anything. Oh yeah, and then right after I cast the curse of Death hold off the top of my deck, Massacre Worm. I'm just like, turn three curse, turn four massacre worm, suck it.
4: Suck it.
2: Oh man. So anyways, that was uh that was my fun field uh weekend and uh, I'm still pissed. I'm still pissed that I didn't cash.
4: That's pretty brutal, dude.
2: Yeah, it's getting to the point where like I'm doing okay in tournaments with the FM hero deck. Mm-hmm. But, like, just weird-ass stuff like this is happening. I think it's because of all my luck in the beginning, like, getting sick door prizes and stuff. It's just, like, weird stuff is happening where I just can't get a break.
4: Yeah,
0: that's, uh, that's terrible stuff.
2: Yeah, so, so, yeah, my, uh, my Birthing Pod list is coming along pretty, pretty nicely.
1: So, uh, have you picked up any new additions?
2: Yeah, yeah, like I said, I added Rampant Growth. I added four of them. Mm. and. Uh, it's uh, it's really sick because in some matchups I actually board two pods out, like in the zombie matchup and stuff. Because like having an early pod only just cost me life; it doesn't really do anything. So like if I turn two pod, I've I've like shocked myself, and then like to activate it, like I'm gonna probably shock myself. So <laughs> I, yeah. And then the zombie deck is like, yeah, I have three, two powered dudes on the board. It's turn three. Here's six, and then I so shock
1: so in your, in your birthing pod deck, you're siding out your birthing pods. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, that's a pretty
1: good idea.
0: To dodge hate cards, right? That you know they're bringing in for yeah. You anyway?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's actually
2: just so I don't take damage.
1: Yeah, it's um, like it's like a dodge against damage. It's like, you're countering their aggro strategy by, like, no, next level no. metagaming them.
2: Don't, don't try to do this, Bush. Don't try to do this.
1: I No, I just, I'm clarifying... That you're taking out your Birthing Pods and your Birthing Pod deck because of a good reason, which is to counteract their hate and aggro strategies.
2: Here's my response to that. Birthing Pod (laughs) is the kind of card that you can either build around or you can use as a value card. Okay. Okay. And Delver is not the same thing. Alright? So you're trying to compare the Birthing Pod to the Delver of last week. If you look at Brian Kibler's list. I never said that. I'm just saying for listeners who might be making that connection. Okay. So in Brian Kibler's list he only runs two pods. And he's using as a value spell. And I'm leaning more toward the value spell pod situation. Because people like the kid who I was playing against, he brought in um he brought in like Graph Digger's Cage and what's that other one? Stupid Stony Silence
1: so like oh, and Storny Sons just crushes you
2: so he brought both of those in and it's just like wow like you really don't want me to activate this pod so anyways the the thing is like i think birthing pod as a value spell in this deck is good as long as you don't build your deck like just completely leaning on a pod chain so what i've been doing is i added four rampant gross um i still have four pods main um i have a light birthing pod chain it ends at six i cut Shieldred. Um, I added two Curse of Deathhold hold main. And the reason why is just because I'm sick of... Pl- I'm playing the F&Ms, right? And, like, there is no control decks at F&Ms. I might play, like, one control deck every two or three weeks. And all there is is, like, 100 tokens, 100 zombies, 100 friggin' X1 dudes, Delvers, you know, just, like, infinite. So I just, like, said, screw it, I'm just going to put two Curse of Deathhold hold main deck so i've been running that so it's more like it's becoming more of just like a ramp rampish deck it's not even really like birthing pot is great like late game when i get it but most of the time i'm just like trying to trade my value creatures for their stuff early like my uh my freaking perilous mirrors and you know stuff like that and then uh just kind of ramping into a big end game so yeah, I've been uh, been experimenting with some different ideas. I think like this is gonna sound crazy, but what I think I want to do with it, <clears throat> I want to go junk, and uh, I want to run four lingering souls.
0: Well, why not? That card's insane. Yeah, yeah. So lingering souls in all the formats.
2: So I think I want like four lingering souls. I want to cut down to two pods main, and maybe keep two two pods in the board for like control matchups and stuff. And uh, so I want to go to four lingering souls. I want to get an elish norn. What?
1: Great yeah. <laughs> huh? <laughs> so no, no not to sound like how junk. How How are you gonna afford an Elishnorn if you can't even prize at three one? You're gonna have to go seriously. Yeah, for like thirty. This, bucks. Is,
2: this is why I'm pissed.
1: Twelve <laughs> oh, an Elishnorn and then have no money left over to play F and M hero. <laughs> like, okay. holy shit.
2: So I might go. I might go crazy like with the junk and like trying to board out pods and run. Uh, run. I mean cut cut down to two pods and run uh, Lingering Souls. Because my matchup, my Delver matchup is just terrible. So having the Lingering Souls main uh, is really good against them. What do you guys think?
1: That card's ridiculous.
2: Well, I mean, not only Lingering Souls, but going away from pod.
1: Well, I mean, in my opinion, I think you should play the best deck that you can afford to play. And I think starting yeah. M Hero at one point and then switching is is fine if not even encouraged
0: yeah i think i think you need to keep grinding to get the dollars to buy what you want and then take it from there
1: it's i I,
2: do you think it's do you think it's good to go junk and like like the direction i'm saying where i cut down on pods because like the other way to go is the um is is the red jund and yeah. By adding red and then going for trying to get a Huntmaster and, and an Inferno Titan.
1: I think, to be honest with you, I think that you should focus on making the best pod deck that you can first. And in my opinion, that's because pod decks are uh, completely non-interactive. Um, it's really difficult to interact with someone who's doing shit with pod.
0: Yeah, you want to be looking like I think if you're going to go junk colors, lingering souls is good, but I like I, th- I still think you then get access to really sweet cards like blade splicer. Yeah, which is like an epic pod creature, right? Yeah, and also in the new set, how fucking hot is this for your FNM hero? You know that they reprinted Borderland Ranger, right?
2: No, I didn't know that. What is yeah. that? What card is it?
0: Borderland Ranger. It's like Mike Flores oh, rejoice. Yeah, it's the, the green two-two-two human that uh, yeah. fetches a land, that's basic land sick. in your hand. Yeah, yeah. Because it serves two purposes, right? It helps you pod up, but also like satisfies your land requirements. And it's a two-two.
2: Yeah, that's sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, so like, so you Dude, guys think is- I should probably stay stay in the pod realm?
1: Yeah, I think so because, like I said, like Pod is is my personally anyway my worst matchup because um I can't interact with it like they just sit there doing whatever they want and I'm like ah fuck like I hope I just go off earlier than you and kill you because mm-hmm. if not then I lose like because I just can't interact with you and you'll get a masker worm and or like okay. a even like even like a worm coil or. A hunt master, or like anything where I'm just like, yeah. ugh. so
0: the other reason why you should remain in pod, and this is actually gonna be the most sound one that's gonna resonate with you, you ready in a pod deck, you don't need like infinite copies of any one or two cards, yeah, so from a financial standpoint, it's really easy to it's similar to commander, right like if you you only need one, you don't need fucking four tundras, you only need one yeah, you
2: know yeah, yeah. That, was, that was one of the reasons why. I went with Pod is cause I would only need one of like X creature
1: or something. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I would stick with that because of that until you can get financial
1: because of that too. Like because of only needing one or two answers to any, you know, to go in any one direction. Um, you can also metagame against more decks at once and easier because you only need to be like, cause you can, you're effectively, you have like tutors for all your cards and yeah, like silver bullets. Yeah. And like, it's almost like with Fauna shaman, where you you just played a deck that had like like five silver bullets in it or four silver bullets in it that could deal with any one threat and at any time you could just go get whichever one you needed right and um like I have a friend Peter at uh, my local store and he's playing Pod and basically the focus that he's taking with Pod he doesn't want to just net deck and play the best creatures and whatever um because he's still kind of in his Chris Lansdell phase but. He he basically is playing a pod deck where he wants to play just the the best creatures that do something when either when they die or when they come into play. And preferably both, if he can, if he can swing it. Um I mean it doesn't happen often that you get both, but um but like so and his pod is actually it's not optimal by any stretch, but it gives me a run for my money when I play against him because of things like that. Like because he'll go and get like, you know, a fucking what's that zombie that puts three minus one minus one counters on something
0: skin render skin Skin he'll, he'll go
1: he'll go from like a from like a viridian emissary into like a blade splicer into a skin render and then i'm like as a delver player i'm just like ooh, like i really hope that i find a sword to put on my invisible stalker because like your golem blocks my geist and you just killed my fucking delver flipped or not and now you have a four drop to get into your five drop to get in like and I, I if I don't have a way to like vapor snag the creature that he is gonna pod away I don't have a way to interact with that deck right mm-hmm. and so yeah. I think like for that reason I think you should personally stay with like pod and um like you're just gonna get more success out of it and try to build a really tight good working pod list so that you can you know get up some bank and then maybe you could start getting like an elish norm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think I I think I still want to go junk because that'll give me o ring like o ring's pretty strong against zombies. Mm-hmm. And then uh I want I want to play that new angel. The flicker angel that has yeah. flash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, should that you resets
0: your strangle root guys. Yeah, yeah,
2: or should reset my skin render man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true too. Yeah, that thing is uh, that thing, or my massacre worm I'm just like, yeah, Worm You again. Woo!
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, that thing is sick. So I'm also pumped. It's too bad those lands from the new set are, like, crazy expensive. Because, like, I would love to have those in my deck. Uh, the ones where you name a creature type and then you can play it without it getting countered. Yes. The caverns. Uh, yeah, the ca- the caverns, spirit. Like, yeah, yeah, I would straight just run four of those, like in in my pod deck, but it's just... They're just way too expensive. I'll never... Well, be you gotta
0: open. name a creature type, right?
2: Yeah, but I don't care. I'll name, like, Worm. <laughs> <laughs> then then I get to play Masker Worm or Worm Coil.
0: Yeah, that's true, I guess.
2: And those are the only two things I, like, care about resolving under... Sometimes I'll have to name Ooze for the uh, Acidic Slime. Yeah. Or, you know, but, uh... Is that an Ooze? I don't even know what the hell that is. I think it's an Ooze. Um, but yeah, I... like. Other than the acidic slime and the two worms, like everything else, I don't really care if it resolves. Like, you know, it's just value stuff to pot away.
0: Yeah, it's true. Well, I think that uh, you're in for some really interesting decisions, at the very least.
2: Yeah, this is this is gonna make the the F and M hero is gonna be really four weeks from now when I actually get to write about this stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be interesting when I start talking about the spoilers and like what cards. I'm going to be, like, trying to get before they go up in price and, like...
0: You sure you want to do that before you get them? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just wondering, because, like, you know, people are on to you. Have you experienced any of that yet?
1: Like, what do you mean? Like, where people read your articles or know what you're doing and then, so, like, have insight to what you're playing and or how to trade rape you?
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, they all know, they all know what's going on. Like, I mean... Yeah. They they know exactly what they're gonna sidebar right when I sit down because yeah. they see me in my crappy sleeves and my they're just like, Yeah, he's playing FNM heroes, so
1: Ah, uh, that sucks.
2: Yeah, it does kinda suck, but like I don't know. I'm I'm not really there's like a handful of guys who can really like beat me. And then there's the rest is just like it's mostly variants like
1: which, like, which, of course, you have, like, a higher potential to lose to because of the variance of your deck, like, not being refined and stuff.
2: Yeah, so, like, every mistake... I was telling Alex Hain this. Every mistake that I make is just magnified, like, ten times because, like, it's harder to recover when you just don't have cards that are going to help you. So yeah. I just realized how, like, bad of a Magic player I am because every mistake is just like, well, you just lost the game. Like, well, shit. <laughs> You know, like other other decks, you're just like, oh, man, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, well, still got all these. And you know, hey. in my hand, I'm like, well, still got this Phyrexian Rager. Mm. Probably not going to get me there. <laughs>
4: <laughs> still got
2: these Perilous Mirrors. Mm.
1: Pretty sweet. I'm going to cast this Perilous Mirror. Oh, I'm going to fly over you with a Delver of the Sword and kill you. Yeah.
2: Mm. Don't. Totally should have bring out my Stinger Fling Spider. <laughs> oh what? I'm seriously. What? The guy's a champ in the Delver matchup.
1: <laughs> in the Delver matchup.
0: <laughs> Isn't uh, like Daybreak Ranger just fine in that matchup? And it's only a three drop.
2: Yeah, I actually traded like one up Yeah, I Man. actually traded for one of those, and I have one one Mountain in my deck now because because nice. uh, I'm playing How?
1: that. So Daybreak Ranger on the other side is fight, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why people bring that card in against Delver. I think that's a fucking miss board.
0: Well, I think the one side of it is just still tap, deal two damage, target creature with flying. But yeah. so
2: why would I flip
1: uh, a Delver into that? Like I've if literally... you're not flipping
2: your Delver. I don't really care what you're doing then. But then like yeah
1: I, I, yeah I mean, I'm okay. That's that's true. I've literally never lost a Delver to a Daybreak Ranger. That's because you bored him out, bro. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, like I've had people where they're like, "Yep, turn three daybreak ranger and i'm like okay like invisible Well, after you've already invisible flipped soft- your delver sword uh well. kill you or uh they play a daybreak ranger and then i'm like i guess i just vapor snag that and then they just never replay it
2: yeah i do that shit all the time <laughs> is- if they vapor snag and i'm like crap i'm on t- i've already got like i'm at four mana then yeah. i'm not gonna obviously cast my daybreak ranger again yeah
1: like and then i'm like okay Sweet Daybreak Ranger in your hand. Like <laughs> that, like it
2: just I don't know if that's actually correct, like if I should do that, but like I feel like at that point, like usually Just enough like...
0: spirits going around that it's fine as a one of in the main deck anyway. It's a pod deck for Christ's sakes. Like yeah, yeah, I, found, no, I, mean, I yeah. found that
2: it's it's a strong card, like especially against some decks, like humans has such a hard time with it because yeah. they don't really can't really remove it that great and it's just like, oh now I'm just gonna fight all your dudes and I'm gonna win. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's...
2: And then if they do remove it, it's like they o-ring it. Then
1: I just slime it over. Like, doesn't doesn't humans have like a lot of low drops though? They can just flip them back.
2: Yeah, they could.
1: And then you're like, okay, untap, upkeep, draw, go, so you can flip him.
2: Yeah, but play. I have birthing pods, so I can like be like untap,
1: upkeep. Oh, sorry.
2: Yeah, birthing pod, something, yeah. go.
1: Yeah. I didn't realize that we were still talking it about in a connotation in your deck. I thought we'd like we're talking about it specifically in the Oh, deck.
2: generally like in like green red aggro or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I just I, I've noticed all deck. of a sudden that I'm seeing a lot of Daybreak Rangers as if people think it's like the hyper tech nut. And I and then yeah. I'm like every time someone plays a a fucking Daybreak Ranger, I just like, yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, I don't really think it's I I think it it's applicable against Delver, but I don't think it's great against Delver. I'm not like, oh, Daybreak Ranger. This is gonna get me there. I'm like, oh, Daybreak Ranger. Well, it is gonna get Vapor Snagged.
1: Yeah, like, gonna eat a Vapor Snag, and then I guess I'm just never gonna cast this guy because I'm I'm curving out, and this card sucks.
2: Yeah, that's the that's the problem. Is like, it's it's one of the few targets that's good for your Vapor Snag because you don't want to like Vapor Snag like my Solemn no. or even my Phyrexian Ranger. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Here's a hilarious story. <laughs> Hold on. So that kid, remember that kid who just rolled me, right? Um, he almost didn't win, and this is what happened. So he got that that freaking Mirren Crusader, and he was like beating the crap out of me. And I think I massacre wormed it away, but I was at really low life. And so what ended up happening was Um there was this convoluted board state where he had Fiend Hunter, my Phyrexian Rager, and he had a Fiend Hunter on the board and a stupid uh that stupid two one first striker that that has like a Thorn of Amethyst on it. Talia, Talia. I can remember like every other card, but the name of the actual card I'm talking about. So, so yeah. So he had a Talia, and he had a Fiend Hunter with my Phyrexian Rager, and I was at one life, right? So like I actually couldn't kill the the stupid fiend hunter uh because if i killed it then the rager would come back and play and kill me so like i had a three 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 beast because he beast within something so he wouldn't swing at me because he didn't want to lose his uh he didn't want (laughs) to lose lose his freaking uh fiend hunter So That's I'm brutal. I'm sitting there at one life with the with the beast and a bird's of paradise, and I'm like, oh man, I'm like, if he swings with that fiend hunter, I'm just gonna block with the bird so that he lives, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so like I'm just trying to play this like convoluted game and it, just like trying to edge my way so I can get a worm coil engine and then like gain six life and then finally kill that stupid thing and get it back. Like finally he's like plays a oh man what's that stupid guy um. He's like a two drop, and you can pump him and make him a bird. Oh man, what is that guy's name? <laughs> yeah, I Kibler used to love Skin Shifter.
4: Oh Skin. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So he he finally like he has like three dudes on the board, but he doesn't want to swing into my beast. Okay, and even though it would just kill me if he swings, but whatever he's he's got this under control so he plays a skin shifter <laughs> and then i'm like oh shit like here it comes so yeah. then he's like turning into a bird i'm like yeah okay he's like swing like he's just gonna kill me i'm like i oh, blocking my birds of paradise he's like oh okay uh, uh, oh oh and, and i'm just like all right so i untap um i i freaking massacre worm him right and then uh he goes oh wait turned it into a zero eight and i'm like okay you got it so everything dies but this thing and the stupid fiend hunter and then afterward he's like turn into a bird hit you and i'm like yeah you got it you win <laughs>
1: <laughs> he want to you fiend hunter, but whatever no. he, whatever he's got it under control
2: <laughs> oh man wow that, was, that
1: wow. was so miserable
2: trying to navigate that stupid fiend hunter because i'm like man once that thing dies i die <laughs> And oh. I was just thinking, I was just thinking, the stupid Phyrexian Rager, Why am I running this card? Like, <laughs> 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 I could have just won the game.
1: <laughs> must wait, have wait, thought, turn it into an OA plant. Yeah, you got it. You it's funny because
2: it. I wasn't swinging with a three three beast, and like any normal player would be like, why is not he swinging with his beast? Like, yeah, <laughs> but for him, it just made total sense. Why would it swing with my beast? <laughs>
1: Obviously, he's not swinging. He needs a blocker. Jeez. Yeah, he doesn't
2: he does want to lose his guy. He wants to keep me off of him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Eh. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, oh, that must be awful. See, this is what, someone, someone asked me why I don't do M Hero, and then I was just like, oh, man, there is no fucking way that I could sit through M and play good players and just get beat up and then go and play all the bad players like that guy, and just fucking watch them like just sink the Titanic.
2: oh man, yeah there was uh there was another guy I was playing he he's for the first time, which is a pretty fast deck, by the way. holy smokes man. just an
1: FYI for you.
2: <laughs> yeah that thing is brutal fast. so he uh he ends up like, I end up getting worm coil in game one. And then he just kills me, like with a brimstone volley off the top or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, well, couldn't get th- couldn't get there with the worm coil engine. So like he kills the worm coil engine and leaves the two the two tokens. So I swing in with the tokens and it puts me at like eight life. So then he uh sacks a dude and then brimstone volleys me, he's like, You're dead. And I'm like, No, I gain life off my token. And I'm just <laughs> like he's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> and so like he gets sack he didn't even oh. swing. like the guy had like intimidate he had that stupid intimidate guy yeah, he didn't cool. even swing he just was like sack i'm killing kill you and i'm like no so he has like no board now <laughs> and like no cards in hand and i'm just like oh man well now i'm gonna get my worm coil engine back because you know my gliss is on the board and so i get the worm coil engine freaking play the worm coil engine i'm like go and then he just like rips another brimstone he's like looks at my life total and he looks at the card and then looks at my life total and he's like brimstone volley. And I'm like, yeah, okay. You got it. Like, (laughs) I'm like, I pretty much knew you had it. Like once you looked at my life total.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I could never put up with that shit.
4: So, um, I
0: just want to kind of go and say that, uh, I have to really appreciate, uh, the latest developments column that Zach Hill has been writing for the mothership. Um, he really has been able to give us an honest and sort of transparent view into some of the perspectives and opinions, and most importantly, the mistakes that R&D have been making with cards um, and what they're doing about it. Uh, why this is relevant today is they finally in English have confirmed 100%. There's a picture on the mothership that Cavern of Souls is indeed a card. Um, what? This is yeah. Insane. So Cavern, it's the, the card's ridiculous, right? So as Cavern of Souls enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Taps for a colorless mana, or taps to add one mana of any color to your mana pool. Spend this mana only to cast a creature spell of the chosen type, and that spell can't be countered. Okay, so. Everyone looks at it. So let me just... Uh, I'm going to read a quick ex—quick excerpt here, because this is this is, this is is really Im- impressive, in my opinion. It says, so, all right. So this card fixes the mana in your creature decks and ensures you basically anything you can cast and resolve if you want it to. We expect it to define almost every format in which it can be played. But this card is part of a bigger picture, as I'm sure you can tell. Specifically, there's one big question, I'm sure, is on your mind. Why does it have that last ability? Well, I'm glad you asked. And there's a picture of Snapcaster Mage. He says very simply... I'll be real with you. We messed up with Snapcaster Mage. Hmm. Now, he goes on. He says, I'm not going to sit here and look you in the eye and tell you that Snapcaster Mage is a fair magic card. <laughs> he says, Nor am I going to blame anyone <laughs> else not for it. <laughs> no, nor am I going to blame any of my colleagues for the problem. I worked with Tiago Chan to design it, and by the time we realized how powerful it was in concert with the abundance of one mana cantrips and Standard, the card was already out the door so we knew it was something we were going to have to attack in order to keep standard in check. The challenge was deciding how to do that. So they go on and on and on to go on, you know, through there. But I just thought that like that section unto itself was really awesome because it's, it's been a long time um, since we've had that sort of transparency from the R and D team. And I think it's pretty sweet.
2: I think that's awesome. I mean,
0: I also think this land makes me want to fucking poop anyways, carry on. (laughs)
2: I kind of, like, it's just kind of, like, it's weird to me because maybe these R&D guys are, like, too stuck in, like, R&D world or something, but when I first saw Snapcaster Mage, I was like, dude, that card is insane, like, there's no way that's, like, a fair magic card.
1: Wasn't somebody (laughs) just talking about how they didn't, somebody was talking about this on Twitter, and they said they didn't have... What was it, Cobblade Or Delver? Yeah, they have Delver decks. They said they didn't. They didn't have Delver decks in Future Future League when they were testing this set. Yeah. They just, just nobody decided to use this card or these cards together. And uh, I I find that so surprising. There's not a logistically, there's not a way for them to do it. Like, how do you keep your your future cards under wraps, but have the best players in the world and the best deck builders in the world build decks with them? You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's it. Yeah, it just kind of like it makes me wonder about the future. Future League, if they didn't have Delver decks, you know.
0: Well, I, I think the main issue is is that, like you said, like they messed up with Snapcaster Mage, right? Like they just didn't realize at that moment that Snapcaster in that deck would be so insane. Yeah. Which seems like an oversight, but.
2: I mean, also when you play with it, don't you just realize like? The first time I played with against Snapcaster Mage, we were testing like before the set came out. We were just testing like brews. First time I played against it, I'm like, this card is obnoxious. Like, yeah, it's annoying. it's just so annoying. Like, mana league, mana league, Snapcaster, mana league. It's just like, oh my gosh, like, but yeah. well, like,
1: have you ever seen the decks that like <laughs> Wizards employees put forward? No. Like, oh my god, look at this card. It's so crazy good. And then you're like, what? This cards fucking f- fucking garbage like mm-hmm. are you i would high? love
2: to i'd love to see those decks
1: and then yeah, the, yeah like i would too but like I, I just i'm at a point where i can't like they're like lansdell decks like that's what r&d plays like because they have every card available to them they play very like cute and very you know it's not a pro tour they're trying to test the mechanics and test the set and do x and do y plus they're not they're not like the they're not pro players they're not you know they're not i guess cutting edge it's almost like you know when you when you retire you kind of lose some of your magic like they're like that and it's just like oh you're like you're watching them and you're like how come you're not playing this card and instantly they're like Oh, yeah, I guess Snapcaster Mage would go really good on this blue-black control deck that has 40 instants and in sorceries.
0: <laughs> so so it's it's an interesting thing that uh, also is in this article. i got I got to mention it. I'm reading it now. It's insane. It says, um, One of the problems is that Mana Leak is simply a much more powerful card than we'd be comfortable printing under modern development rules. Similar to why the swords are so powerful, their costs were locked in before people really understood how to price equipment. Mana Leak is a relic of a bygone era. So what this tells me is there's no fucking way that Manalek is being printed in M13. Yeah. Like there's no way. It's it's done. So wow. what so what yes. are they going to put in the place? Like are they are they Fuck, do you some think they'll just... like
1: cancel? <laughs> God. Yeah, you
2: can't get anything that's better than Manalek, right? Like so, maybe they
1: make it maybe they make it like pay two or something. Or maybe they bring back negate and uh Essence Scatter Essence Scatter Because remember before Manaleak got reprinted in what, M eleven, M ten? Those ML11? were the those were the counter spells in the decks, right? Those yeah. were the it was like a combination of those. Which we already have, right? We have negate and we already have that we have the Phyrexian one where you counter a creature psychic only. Barrier, psychic barrier, right? Psychic barrier, yeah. So maybe yeah. they maybe they're just gonna go that route. Maybe.
0: <gasps> maybe maybe reprint... they'll make an exile? Maybe? I'd like to see them reprint Spell Pierce, I think.
1: Spell snare. Oh, I would love Spell Pierce.
0: Yeah. I would like to have Spell Pierce back. Spell snare, you think they're gonna reprint
1: that? That would Whoa. be sick.
2: That takes care of uh, Snapcaster Mage.
1: Yeah, but what else? What Spell Snare do you? I mean, oh, it, it would
2: also make Snapcaster Mage better. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: it's a uh, it's one blue Jay. It's it's one blue uh, counter target convert counter spell with converted mana cost of two,
1: of exactly so two. Th-
0: yeah, it's pretty narrow, but mm. it's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, pretty but they narrow. they make mention as well in this article of other cards like compulsive research, four spikes, remand, signets. Apparently, we're just not gonna get those again.
2: Oh no, remand no (laughs) oh man that sucks that card's awesome
0: yeah so like it's interesting because i mean it very clearly is moving towards a you know beat guys with guys sort of thing you know like it's not it's it's not going to be fought over spells anymore
1: no and like from the from the the cards that are spoiled so far is going to be turn guys sideways don't play spells
4: yeah
1: like, I don't yeah. know if you guys have noticed, but, like, there's, like, no good removal so far in Avison. and there's infinite ways to protect your guys, and there's a bunch of, like, auras. Like, like, Rise the Eldrazi, like, there's a bunch of just creature enchantments that we're not going to be able to deal with, so it's just going to be, like, play a guy, make him a 5-5 with two creature enchantments, crush you.
2: Yeah. Play I, my I, bomb. I mean, I like... I, I don't like playing games like that, but I like the way that the set's going. Like, it feels pretty epic, you know?
1: It does, yeah. No, it does for sure.
2: It feels scary. It's just like, oh, crap. Yeah. Something bad's gonna happen.
0: I gotta tell you, it's, it's making cards like Appetite for Brains seem even <laughs> more exciting. <laughs> I Yeah, wish. if you could
2: just eat the brains of all these angels... <laughs>
0: Well, I don't know, man. Like, okay, so I don't know if you guys I, – John, I know you have premium, KYT premium. Jay, I don't think you do. But, nope. Um, <laughs> Jerry and and uh, Brad have been doing some awesome fucking shit over there. And I think that – you know, I gave them really big kudos on Twitter this weekend last. But I really want to just kind of make sure that everybody that doesn't have Twitter that listens to the show knows, like – They've been doing their playtest sessions, which are like legitimately competitive, you know, playtest sessions. I mean, we mentioned it before, but like this week, the one that posted, they actually were playing decks that were mandated to play at least seven cards from the new set. So, a couple really sweet new brews. And like a couple of them are fucking scary, man. Like, Brad Nelson made this um, Gristle Brand combo deck that looks extremely oppressive and really consistent uh black red white it's like obviously it's an unburial rights Necroticus deck but it's fucking insane it's insane so i just want to give them a real good shout out i think they're doing excellent excellent work and i've already asked them to come on the show but we're just waiting to see if they'll actually do it or not <sighs>
2: <laughs> why wouldn't they
0: i know we're so good
2: Oh man, yeah, I gotta, I gotta catch up on my. Uh, I've been wanting to watch that whole like Brad and Jerry duel, mm-hmm. but the problem is, is like, I like my time is so blocked out right now. Like I've just been doing editing and writing and just like, just so much freaking stuff that I even haven't had time to sit there and watch these things. It's pretty sad.
4: It is sad because they're pretty good. Guts to tell you.
3: Yep, I agree with that.
4: Yeah, um, Jerry's list is
0: really interesting. It's a blue-green, splash-red uh, ramp deck that plays, like, Temporal Masteries and Tameos and Frost Titans and, like, insane shit. It's really cool.
2: Dude, I talked about that in the Brewmaster group, bro.
0: Yeah, I know, but except Jerry made it work.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. I have had my head in the same headspace. <laughs> i gotta see how how similar this deck is to the one i listed you bastard
0: yeah anyways it's really good it would look really exciting um and uh yeah i'm i'm just really pleased with what they're doing so guys if you listen to this or if you hear about it if you guys know like tell them tell them you want them on the show because we would totally love to listen to them talk about how they came up with this and all that shit so anything else KYT, you've got like a big tournament this weekend, don't you? Oh,
3: uh, two tournaments. Yeah, so what's going on? On Saturday, it's the World Cup qualifier that, you know, everybody, a lot of people want to see me win it because you get to be on Team Canada if you do. So I'm really, I've been really testing hard. Um, And there's a PTQ on Sunday that's also standard at the same place. So it's going to be like a Magic Field weekend. And,
1: and then pre-release next weekend,
3: right? <laughs> so this is the first time like that I've ever like gone to someone's house, a uh, friend's house, to actually, you know, spend a night, like a few hours, just grinding standard matches. I have never done that before. I just uh, maybe play like an FNM or a few games or play a few online games to get a feel for the deck. And it wasn't that hard because it was to beat everyone with Cobblade, but. Here, like, actually sitting down in real life with people and talking about specific deck uh, card choices. You know, I've never done that, so pretty serious about this weekend. As I mentioned in the last episode, I am ha- basically locked onto the green red ramp deck that uh, Cedric Phillips t- took to a top eight um, at a PTQ and online one of the online PTQs, and it's been really good. The the glimmer posts. The inclusion of Glimmerpost in that deck doesn't make the mana um, that much worse. It's like worth the trade-off, and I've won many games just, just gaining 4 life, and then attacking again, gaining 8, and it was significant enough. Uh, it was like this deciding factor like against red-green aggro, against many of the aggressive decks, and uh, I really love the red-green ramp deck. So if you are playing, want to play a ramp deck that's, you know, more consistent than Conley's junk ramp, than Cedric's uh red green wrap is the way to go. We'll how focus. are
2: you gaining life in this deck?
3: A glimmer uh post. Oh. <laughs> so like you you get two and then you get the other two.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know how it works. I guess sweet. explain it. Explain it for listeners, because maybe they don't get it like
3: Alright, like so a glimmer post you get uh one life for every uh post yeah, a glimmer post that it's in play. Um so it's it doesn't co- in like cloud poster or whatever it doesn't come into play tapped, which is something like some people that think about this card might think it does, but it doesn't, so the only really drawback is of course that it's colourless um and there isn't that many unique things about this list, except it cuts back on galvanic blasts because like it plays zero because of the amount of colourless lands you don't expect yourself to have turn one red source and to be able to Galblast a Delver, so it has to sell, settle for Whip flares, Slag Storms, and Devil's Play. But, uh, that's the list I'm planning to play on both days, because it's been testing really well, and, obviously, the trouble matchups are the blue-black control, that I think, you know, that's where you hope to get Thrun, and, um, black-white tokens can be tough if they, you know, go turn one, parrot, uh, like, the parish guy, and then turn two, gather the townsfolk, and and if they have more crusades, and Hero Bladehold is, is just a beast because Slackstorm doesn't kill it. So, but other than that, I'm very comfortable playing against any other deck. It's good.
2: Just run some Combust for that, uh kind well, of hero, bro.
3: So Cedric has two copies of Dismembers instead because it also deals with uh, Phyrexian Obliterator. So uh, I've been, I've been, you know. Wondering which one's the better slot, because Combust obviously doesn't lose me a ton of life, necessarily. That's really good, dude. Well, I wish you all the best of luck. Yeah, well, I can't wait to see Luke, who's uh, coming down for that. <laughs> so, it's uh, speaking of Luke, it's officially his birthday. Ooh.
0: So, we should make sure that we send him some uh, birthday Twitter love and give him a birthday shout-out. So, at Manabase on Twitter, happy birthday, brother.
3: Happy birthday,
4: Luke.
2: Man, a base.
4: <laughs> yup.
2: Happy B Day. Base. Oh my gosh. Look at this wolf, dude.
0: Yeah. Have you he's seen pretty this insane, wolf?
1: too. Oh my gosh. Yeah,
0: he, he got spoiled yesterday.
1: Really? I haven't looked at any of the spoilers this week yet. Dude, this is one and two green
2: for a, a 3 3 wolf with a regenerate, right?
4: And flash.
2: Flash. Get out of here.
1: I don't know, why is that insane?
2: It's insane for my common uncommon cube.
1: Oh It's a it's gonna be it's stupid and limited, like it's
0: really yeah. gonna be good. No,
4: that's
1: true.
0: But um I think he'll be he'll be pretty sweet.
2: Oh Pillar Flame is sweet. Oh man, that card is good. Oh it's a sorcery. <laughs> <Grossly>? <laughs> Gross. Gross. Yeah, because you could kill like undying creatures with this, and it exiles them. But unfortunately, you can only do it on your turn.
4: Oh, so
3: it's just a solution for Gravecrawler and Jiral's Messenger.
2: Yeah, which is insane, but it's sorcery.
4: Yeah,
3: like I would pl- I would have. I would have to play that.
2: <laughs> I think most red decks are just going to play f- probably four of these, because it's just a shock, anyways. You know. Because you can still dome a player with it.
0: Also, of note, is this kills um, Doom Traveler and doesn't bring back. Yeah. Doesn't bring back the spirit.
2: Yeah,
4: boy. Because it
0: exiles it instead of destroying it.
4: Sorry. I like it.
2: I like it. That's a good card. Foils. Get sweet. the foils. Get yeah, the foil signs. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Sweet. What the fuck is this, Phil? Do you guys want to talk
2: spoilers for a minute?
1: I just want to talk about the first spoiler. Which one is Ange, that? Angel of Glory's Rise. Seven what, what mana this? Seven mana flying four, six. When Angel of Glory's Rise enters the battlefield, exile all zombies. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. Return, that was <laughs> spoiled a couple days back. Yeah. Then
1: return all human creatures from your graveyard to the battlefield. <laughs> yeah. What the it's, fuck?
0: It's, it's the reverse zombie apocalypse.
1: Oh, my God. That's so horrible. Also, it has the best flavor text of all time. Justice isn't done until undeath is undone.
4: Woo! That's
1: that's like something Bruce Willis would say in like Armageddon Two, zombies on the moon.
4: <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ! <laughs> um,
0: I like Terminus. Yeah, I like that card.
1: That's six in each.
0: Be- yeah, foils of that for commander, please. Thank you. I'll take it.
1: Terminus is the wrath.
0: It's Rath- the tuck. The the tuck wrath. Yeah.
1: I feel
2: good about that, man.
0: Yeah, I do too. I really like your card, Kyt. Appetite for brains is insane. I think it's really important because I mean nobody wants to be dumping fatties into the yard in this set. There's another rebirth spell as well, by the way, in white. For those of you that are playing along at home, um, Defy Death. Oh yeah. So, white, white, three sorcery, uncommon. Return target creature card from the battle from the graveyard to the battlefield. If it's an angel, put two one one counters on it.
4: Hmm. Wow. Yeah.
2: You know what I heard, and I think this is totally false, but my buddy told me this. He said that if you miracle a card, then you can do it uh, on top of a Gatic even if the card costs more. Have you guys heard anything about that?
1: I haven't. I have not. I only play real format. Ooh. No, I mean, I only play uh, standard, so I don't know how that works with Gatic Is it an alternate cost, or is it... I...
2: What does Gaddock Teague
1: say? I don't think you can play that three Gaddock Teague.
2: Yeah, I don't think you can either.
1: Yeah. It just it it, like because doesn't Gaddock Teague say you can't play spells that cost more than four? Yeah. Yeah. So like that's looking at their casting cost, I think.
0: Yeah. I would say that it's probably not gonna get under Gaddock Teague. Somebody's blowing smoke, I think.
1: Because somebody was like, Yeah, man,
2: uh this wrath is gonna be sick against Maverick. For stone blade or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, they're just kind of a get teague and you can't actually cast it. Yeah. And then he's like, yes, you can, and I'm like, mm, no, don't I don't think so. You can, I don't dude. think so,
1: Tim.
0: No. Um, so pretty interesting card as well. Uh, Zealous
2: conscripts.
1: What's that?
0: Red four, three, three haste human warrior. When Zealous Conscripts enters the battlefield, gain control of target permanent until oh, end, yeah, end of turn. Yeah. Untap that permanent, it gains haste until end of turn. Yeah. So you can threaten a permanent.
1: I mean, that's, wow. uh, that's old. Like, that, that spoiler's a couple weeks old, I think. Yeah. But it's but it's I, still, um, that's going to be insane. I that card is going to win uh, at least limited games just out of nowhere. You're just, like, it's going to win lots of games all the is time. Is this the red card? Yeah,
0: yeah. I think it's going to be crazy. Like, uh, red, white humans is a thing. Right? Like like there It's already a thing in block. I think that it's gonna be pretty strong with this card as well, like against controlled decks and shit. That's like hilarious. Nice Gideon? Nice Gideon asshole? Or like
2: How much uh, how much is this? You're cost? gonna ultimate
0: five. Five.
2: Oh man, I want this an like, like, oh. overrun. Yeah, like at that point.
0: Oh, you're gonna ultimate your planeswalker, yeah. You like? <laughs> Liliana you? Like
2: Yeah, I want yeah. that for my birthing pod deck.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sick
2: because I can go from four to five, untap my birthing pod, and then. no 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 no!
0: No no no! You, no, no. you have to know you, you threaten. Oh no! You're right.
1: Hello yeah. is hi. You could also do that at three with um, with the guy already Deceiver Exarch by the way, yeah. which I'm sure I've already told you to start playing.
2: Yeah, but I can also use this to just steal their stuff, too. But I, if I want to get into my Worm Coil quick, I can be like four to, to five this guy, untap, sack him, get my Worm Coil.
1: Or yeah. Massacre Worm, you know?
2: Or Massacre Worm, yeah. yeah. yeah that's oh. sick. Or I could and take their actually, Birthing Pod.
1: And that's that's really good in Birthing Pod, because people are always looking at your Birthing Pods as being single-time usage. Yeah, they're like, and look at actually, the chain. Like, yeah, you actually blow them out.
2: Or I can mm. steal their dude and then birthing pot it away.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's I'll be like, steal your dude.
0: Yeah. And then next turn you get to get into the six drop. Yeah. Um So one more commander, awesome commander card that they made, which is going to be another one of those like table flip cards, uh, like Genesis Wave is Primal Surge. Mm. Which is green, green, know. eight, green, green, eight. Exile the top card of your library. If it's a permanent card, you may put it onto the battlefield. If you do, repeat this process. So you basically make mono permanent deck and uh, get primal surge and go. Wait a second. I guess.
1: I guess if you're making a deck where you are just gonna flip your deck, like you're gonna have ways to protect yourself and have haste and not be yeah, disrupted. Just use that I guy. Just, I just think it's too fragile. Like somebody could just like. Geyser, you and then you have to draw a card and you lose, right?
0: Yeah, I just think that this is a really sweet Direct card. I like, you. yeah, I really like how they built it. Um, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun at the table. There will be some decks that are made around this and Commander, mm-hmm. and they'll be fun.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, what card is gonna be insane because it was insane when M10 was around, right? Just strike,
0: uh, red, redder.
1: No, it's common and it's white, and it's one white deals 2 damage, it's an instant, deals 2 damage to target attacking or blocking creature. Yeah. That card in M10, I think, was called... What was that card called? Fuck. And it redirected... It was a little bit better than this. It redirected... Harm's way. Harm's way. Where it redirected up to 2 damage to target creature or player. Yeah,
2: that was a lot better than this. It was
1: a lot better than this, but this is still going to just kill people because you can play this card in a deck like Humans, Blue-White-Humans, where you basically are just like, it's like a vapor snag in, in Delver where you're basically just going to be sitting there um, either on the swing back, you're just going to be killing all this shit or, um, you know, with your spirits making your spirits effectively three threes. Uh, you know, it, like, I think it's just going to be a card where, especially in limited, but I, I think it even has applications outside of limited because of it, like doing physical damage in white. Yeah. Like, nobody's going to be, like, it's not a path, right? If if people were, you know, trying to play around Path to Exile or Swords or something. But this is just like, okay, block your guy, whatever. Like, okay, and then the guy's just done, and then you Righteous Strike him. Like, that just, cards like that always see play in really super aggro strategies where you need damage, but you're not playing the red cards, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that seems like, it also seems very, like you said, like kind of sneaky in a blue blue-white human yeah. deck. Yeah. You're just like, oh, nice Delver, <laughs>
1: dead. Well, that's what I'm saying, like, what happens if I go, like, turn one Delver, blind flip, attack you for three, and you're, like, you played, like, a fucking Chrome Coast and passed the turn. Uh, I guess your human's deck, you missed your one drop, kill you, and you're, like, Righteous Strike, and then I'm, like, holy fuck.
2: No, you're, <laughs> like, Righteous Strike, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you have to say it like that, too. Uh, I'm. Gonna go mm-hmm. ahead and cast righteous strike, dude. <laughs> it's totally righteous. <laughs> hey, you guys are not laughing now, but this no. is gonna be a, this is gonna be another good game, sir. Watch. No, um, no, it
3: can't be as
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys looked at Miss Griffin, obviously, right? At what, Miss Hollow Griffin?
0: No, oh, this is the one that uh, the the. Blue, blue, two for a 3-3 three, three flyer? Yeah,
1: 3-3 three, three flyer. You can cast it from exile.
0: Apparently Billy Moreno made this card.
1: What? No way.
0: Yeah. How the fuck yeah. Billy
1: Moreno just starts working at Wizards? Like, two he, months later, he's got, a, like, a fucking Mythic Rare.
0: He was working in the R&D department as an intern. Forever. He, uh, he posted on Facebook, he said, this is my first Mythic, what do you think?
1: It's oh, great. man. Now I have to like it. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's just, gonna, I'm just excited to have it in, like, as a one of, uh, or two of in I have Moreland Haunt, and just fucking make you hate your life.
0: Surgical extract yourself? Yeah. Get all four copies? Not even, like, wish. the
1: thing with Mist Hollow Griffin is, like, I don't even need to Chris Lansdell it to make it good. <laughs> you know what I'm going to yeah. do? Is I'm going to play a 3-3 flyer for four, which is fine, and then kill you with it. What are you going to do? Kill it? <laughs> Alright, I'm going to make a 1-1 spirit. And then br- and then cast it. So now now I have a four four flyer. Fuck face. Like it just seems it just seems good. It just seems good.
4: Yeah, I think it'll be fine. It'll be uh it'll
0: be interesting. Grim Labomancer shenanigans too. Seems oh, interesting.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. So yep. So uh shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs? Shout outs.
1: I'll go first. Shout out to Brian. Uh, and Cody for helping me win my mocks. Shout out to Simon Lee who complained that he wasn't getting enough shout outs. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, yeah, really. Shout out to Marenko who is recently playing standard. As far as I know, has getting back into standard and uh, gave me a ride home from the mocks tournament, uh, which was awesome. Shout out to Phoenix Comics and Mike for having that. Shout out to Team Garbage, which is. Uh, Danny, Daniel, Lawrence, Brandon, Rob, who am I forgetting? Austin, who only comes sometimes? we play test. And uh when I say playtest, I basically mean just lose to me and then argue with me. Um oh and Carlin. Carlin, yeah. Uh shout out to you guys. Shout out to Scotty Mack, who I miss a lot after reading your stupid interview about how great your whole life is. Ooh. Cool. Ooh. <laughs> uh- <laughs> So that was garbage and I don't know stuff anymore. Or I'm just Jewish like sad friend. for you because of how awesome you are. Shout out to Joshua Lemish who fucking like Helen I think it's Burgeot. Burgiot the I don't know the chick that like Chris Lansdell is rocket large for uh, and just like talks to her every day all day about uh, his great accomplishments. Um Shout out to Joshua Lemish who she like circled around his fucking article about having a stroke and then having magic breathe life back into him. What an awesome! And it was it was fucking. I'm I was proud of that guy. So yeah. shout out to him. He's like just awesome for I don't know living. That's wicked. Good for you. Uh, uh I think that's probably all the shout outs I have for now. Shout out to Chris Lansdale. I said your name like a hundred times. So. <laughs> Obviously, you can... cat Veda. Obviously. <laughs> <you> can...
3: <laughs> oh man, the Apple Three is coming out soon, so you know you gotta play with them. Oh, oh man. My,
1: my life heartache. ends. <laughs> oh, man. Go ahead, John. All right, I'll go next. Get
2: uh, Shout out to Polish Tamales, oh. uh, uh, Twitter. Uh, he's been doing the art for FNM Hero, and this guy is just insane like if you want to see some of the artwork and you haven't seen it yet check out my facebook i have it in the finn hero um freaking album and yeah man freaking he just made a comic book with me on it who who's want to be on the front of a comic book i know i have and now i'm on the front of a comic book and i'm there with chris Lansdale. so shout out have, have you guys seen the comic
1: yeah i saw it it was pretty good yeah it's, it's pretty good. sexist
2: it's pretty awesome. So, um, so yeah. So, shout out to that guy, Polish Tamale. Uh, Tamale's on Twitter. Uh, he's really cool. And um, let's see. Who else do I want to give a shout out to? Shout out to Phyrexian Rager, man. We've had some good times, but that you killed work. me. You killed me, bro. That wasn't cool. Um, shout out to you guys. Shout out to Jay for kicking ass in that tournament and getting a mox. Yep. And then getting ripped off for it. Uh, shout out to that guy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Um, Shout out to Justin DZ I gave him a shout out last time And he's still just as awesome Shout out to David Mantle For being a sick editor And um For some reason I always
1: read that guy I don't know why
2: He's a good writer that's why dude
1: I thought he was a brutal writer And you just told him that that to his face
2: No he was saying (laughs) I'm brutal To the other writers Who write Yeah. Ooh, right. uh, yeah, shout out to the whole legit MTG team, and that's it. I have someone else I'm supposed to shout out, but I just keep forgetting. I mean, pass it.
1: Hi Jack, shout out to Bolt the Bird. Long yeah, cool. We've never yeah. shouted him out before, and <laughs> it's true. You should be bolting the bird. You should be killing that shit. <laughs> Otherwise, they are like turn to sword. Fuck you, face.
4: And you're like, ah, my fucking face. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> all right um
0: so i'll go next um shout out to luke happy birthday bro yep um shout out to all of the people that were at the uh, gpt at uh, harry t it was a lot of fun thank you for making it so um shout out to i gotta give luke a special shout out actually as well second shout out fuck it's crazy um he finally finished my child of alara um alter like properly so it's child of mccallum i posted it on twitter it's actually a picture of my daughter's uh in utero ultrasound picture that's now like the picture for my five color commander so that's pretty sweet um decks having decks playing out really well five color planeswalker proliferate so thanks to carlos for his help with that um so shout out to carlos uh shout out to ben as well as carlos again for helping me out with uh you know perspectives on deck building and Esper and all of that sort of stuff, so pretty sweet. Um, shout out to Shaheen Sarani, because I feel bad that I watched all of MJ's videos this week. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you watched all his clones' videos? The,
0: I did. The army of
2: Michael <laughs> Jacobs' clones?
0: I did. I watched all of them.
2: <laughs> oh, man. All, hey, this guy, Carlos, all. what's his last name?
0: Uh, Gutierrez.
2: Oh, oh, man, he just wrote an article for Legit. I know, I just yeah, read the it. the Goots.
0: Yeah. I read it before yeah, I read it before he sent it to you. It was pretty sick. And um yeah, just like shout out to uh Brad and Jerry for their hard work. Um shout out to Reed Duke, because we need to have that guy back on the show.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah I didn't get yeah. to be yeah, yeah. I, I was I've on forgotten the show, I've
1: forgotten all the jokes that we made about him being like a bear fucker or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was with AJ. <laughs> uh, ah yeah. shit! See, I don't even know my whole bear fucker stories. Where's <laughs> that AJ? guy been?
2: Where's AJ been?
1: AJ? Yeah. Um, he's he's down anytime we want to have him on. What's his real name? AJ. No, what's Soccer. his full name? AJ Soccer. Adam Soccer. John. <laughs> <I
0: don't know. laughs> Anyways, um, shout out to you, J, for winning the mocks. Yay. Good job. It was proud. I uh, I showed a picture off that you posted on Twitter. I'm like, look, honey, Jay won a big tournament. She's like. What is that? I'm like, <laughs> it's a card. <laughs> she goes, Why is it so important? I'm like, You see the price tag? And I zoom in, she goes, Oh good for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <nice> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty sweet. So yeah, I guess
3: that's it for me, KYT. Okay. Shout outs to Jay for winning the mocks and also for uh trolling our A Team fans for a bit after I said that I broke our Chris Lanzo pact. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually got like text messages from close friends that uh were worried that I was leaving the A Team and and shout outs to John Mayer, who's uh, a close friend of mine who just wanted like me
2: to shout the him singer? out
3: before I leave. No, no, he has the same <laughs> sounding name. He's but... like, shout
2: out to John Mayer, we're gonna be partying in Vegas <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like is James trolling?
2: I thought so too. I was a little bit pissed. And
1: then you <laughs> just like, fucking ruined it, you jack ape.
2: Cause like I emailed you guys, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Who who didn't tell me KYT's gonna be fired?
1: I can't and believe it, that you think that we would actually do that. Like, I don't know. And then, we're, and just then gonna fire, we're just gonna fire KYT and we're not gonna tell you. <laughs> You'll find out Thursday when we show up and we have a new host. Yeah. <laughs> Once I found out
2: suck. once I found out that it wasn't true, I had to tell the Twitter followers. People were freaking out. I was getting all these messages. What's going on with KYT? Blah blah I'm just like, dude, I don't know, man. I'm freaking out too.
1: It was all part of my grandmaster plan. KYT's feeling a little stressed and I wanted him to feel a little loved.
3: <laughs> um Yeah, shout outs to you three cause uh there's been some personal stuff that, that I've had to uh you know, think through and you guys helped me out greatly. Um shout outs to Joshua Lemish, my s- <clears throat> Jay shout out him already, but uh really loved his article and he mentioned podcasts as a big reason for, you know, his recovery and that was really touching and it was Yeah. Extremely touching that I was part of his recovery process in in some way. So uh I hope that he keeps writing, because, you know, when I read that it was it was really good. So
2: did you uh, cry? Did you cry? Kind of? I, I almost felt like crying. <laughs> Did almost you get a like little crying. tear? Like a little
3: No, but uh oh, just... what a heartless bastard. Mm, no. It was close. It was
4: close.
3: It was close. So uh I would have got and... a
2: tear if he if he if he mentioned my name, but instead <laughs> he mentioned all of you. He's like the A team, Scott, Jay, KYT, and Crazy Talk, Alex Hayne, Frankie, and KYT. Oh. <laughs> I'm just like All right, Josh. Right, we'll he obviously <laughs> doesn't
1: like you because I am the star of the show, not close.
2: Obviously.
1: <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes Salsa Medina. Oh man, I'm just act.
2: paying I'm paying penance. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm paying penance for being on top of the world. Now I have to play F and M hero, get smashed by, you know, freaking mouth breathers, and I can't even be the star of the show anymore.
3: Oh, my last shout out goes to I'm surprised I'm actually doing this, but shout out to Robot Large on Twitter.
4: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) follow that guy. (laughs) Who took took one
3: of the lines that uh, we started, I don't know how long ago now, but uh, one of my favorite tweets of this week is, A-Team is the steak, Jay is the fire, Scotty is the sizzle, and KYT is the seasoning. Who's going to season the steak? Medina? (laughs) And then he does, like, the (laughs) penis thing.
2: (laughs) Oh, so. man. I didn't get that, but whatever. <laughs>
1: Maybe that's why nobody likes you. Oof.
2: Ooh, That was that I was, that was harsh. <laughs> You were just sharding. <laughs> all right, shout out to uh shout out to 3 to the face on Twitter. He's looking out for us. Do you see the little tweet he sent us? I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it turns out that Scotty's already on top of all of this. Yeah, so, so
1: it's, I mean, it's it's fine that red mages are a little bit behind the times. Yeah. Blue mages, we got that shit on our
2: We don't expect so. much from you. Oh, and Vexing Devil, that's a good card, by the way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> put that in all your decks.
2: <laughs> and play it on turn one, please.
4: That's what our
1: Vexing for Devil. Sound. <laughs>
4: it's a Spell <laughs> sky. Alright, guys, we'll see you next week. Alright.